We like to thank. We like to thank the turtle people for the land we've been on today. Welcome back to the Couch Commentator, the groundbreaking podcast about a rugby league brought to you by two Brisbane Broncos supporters. I'm Jake Thomas, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, Greg Geese. How are you, Greg? Very, very well. Thank you, Jacob. I am on holiday, so I am soaking up so much ashes and football. It's like coming out through my pores. Mm. You're having a good soak. I am. Good to hear. Good to hear. Greg, we're up to episode 78. That's right. And this week's episode is called Five Weeks is a Lifetime. Five weeks is a lifetime. A week is a long time in rugby league. Five weeks is a lifetime because that turnaround is (laughs) unbelievable. I can't believe what I witnessed last night. Yeah, of course, referring to the Cowboys game, that was insane. I'm sure that'll rate a mention, but up top, we've got to talk about the Broncos uh, having a a very difficult win against the Dolphins, don't we? Yeah, where's our big score? Where's ours? (laughs) Yeah, why didn't we win 74 to 24 or something like that? I wanted it, yeah. Definitely help our points difference along, wouldn't it? But Mm. we're still doing well. We're still uh, touching the top of the ladder, which is fantastic. So we'll talk about our Bronx, and we were, of course, without... Reese Walsh, he was got a bit lippy. We didn't really cover that last week. We kind of missed that he went as far as calling a ref an F and C, didn't we, Greg? <laughs> I did. I did miss that. Yeah, I um, oh, I shouldn't laugh, but I, I actually, I buy his story. <laughs> yeah, so crazy. Well, if I buy it. Yeah, so we, we kind of missed that at the start of last week. So we'll get into that this week as well. Uh, Of course, you know, we're going to talk about the rest of the week, which let's be honest, it was full of floggings. (laughs) Uh, So let's look ahead to next week to hopefully some more good footy. Chat about Supercoach. There was some huge scores. Uh, Some We got to get a couple of those big scores, didn't we, Greg? It was nice for once. And distractions where you'll hear about what we did through our week, working week, whatever. What'd you get up to, Greg? Heaps of shit. Got to wait till the end. (laughs) Don't tell them now. Got to wait till the end. (laughs) All right, let's get into it. The mighty Broncos, the mighty Broncos, it's time for Broncos chat. Da, 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 da. It's time for Broncos chat. Woo! It is good to win. <laughs> it is good to win. It didn't feel convincing. I certainly didn't get no the same excitement as a, a Cowboys did, you know, a 74 to nil. That <laughs> would have been exciting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I would have been dancing around the house oh, if uh, my team was scoring that many points. Yeah, reckon. <laughs> but winning is also good. You get the same amount of points. You get two points. Everyone gets two points. That's but true. that points differential point. is, is insane. Uh, but, you know, we're not really on that yet. At the moment we're talking about the Bronx. So, uh, hands off my Cobo, first of all. Yeah, straight up. Hands off my Cobo. He is just such a talent, you know, like <laughs> he's got more talent in his pinky finger than I've got in my entire body. He is, yeah. everything he, he does is just gold. Won that for us. Yeah, uh, he did. Yeah. 
Yeah. He can't. And he, he was like, oh, the boys put me in those lines and the boys got me in that position. It's like they put you in a shit position, actually. And you often <laughs> <laughs> and you just found gold where yeah. it shouldn't have been. You were often behind a wall of traffic with everything to do and <laughs> no hope in the world. And somehow you conjured it up. Yeah, I, it was pretty sweet. He's a very special player. You know, what else can you say? I, I just, I love it when you're watching him give his all. Uh, I think you can read between the lines when you hear Kevy talk about the fact that he's only young and he's learning what it's like to play injured, you know, and being an NRL footballer means you do play injured. So obviously the body is hurting, but Mm. as an NRL footballer, you just got to push through and he's starting to work that out. He put in a great performance there uh, last night. He didn't shirk his defense. That's for sure. Or his hard Mm. runs from the back, but he let, he lets the wing get on the outside of him again. Like, you know, Mm. Tessie knew is not a super fast man, but he's got a little bit of pace. He just gives him too much space and he, he got burned again there last night. So that's a worry yep. in, in the big games. That's something that will be caught out by a Penrith or a Melbourne. All the good teams are getting a shitload better. So we need to start getting better than what we are. Yeah, absolutely. It was good to see Cobo getting better, but the rest of the team was probably flat. treading on water for a bit there. Yeah. Looking a bit flat. We're down three forwards at the moment. And let's not forget Mr. Reese Walsh. Yeah. We'll get to it him is. just a second. Yeah. A lot of <laughs> but, continuity, uh, a lot of continuity gone there. So you can appreciate mm, why it is clunky, but uh, I don't know. I feel like um, the buys probably come at the right time for us. Absolutely. Rest next week will be fantastic. And with all the floggings that happened, I don't want to verse anybody next week. That's a very good point. They'll all be hungry. There will be a lot of backup hungry, hungry uh, punishment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good point. So probably a good way to uh, be out of the limelight. Reese Walsh mm. was obviously in the yep. limelight this week. And Big time. Probably... It seems like <laughs> it looked like a deer in headlights actually at times in some of the press stuff. He's only 20, you know? Like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. How good he is because it's only of, his second time wearing sorry, a suit. We forget his age because of how good he is, but he's only 20 and he's just learning all this stuff for the first time. I buy his story. Um, I can see why the NRL didn't. Certainly the Dave Vita sure. remark inside of it when he was sticking up for him, <laughs> a little Freudian slip there that he said that he actually said it at the referee. He did mean Pat Carrigan. Um, the mm. defense had a field day with that. And I think that would have been enough to sort of get the impartials over the line. The player, because yeah. uh, in the, the voting breakdown, it was a three-person vote. The you know officialdom side of it um, had gone against the player that was on the board actually went for Reese Walsh's story. And then there was a tiebreaker yep. who um, went against him and and that's why he got the time. But the tiebreaker was like the chairman of the board of like the, the head dude. He had to step yeah, in basically. to cast, cast the vote. Yeah. And yeah, they were certainly uh, not keen on all the Queenslander players getting together and taking care of each other. They were no, like, they didn't well, like it. That's bullshit. Which it's is, like, a, well, these, you know, these are the people around it. These exactly. Are the like that's yeah, right. Bring These Adam the Reynolds then in. He doesn't asking, play for Queensland. <laughs> that's right. These are the people you're asking um, of of what happened around them. So 
It's just a bit of a coincidence. If you look at the video, I do think that he, he said that towards Pat Carrigan, but Pat Carrigan's right in front of the referee. So anyone saying yeah, that it's a bad well, idea. You can see to... he said it to the referee. Yeah. Well, mate, Pat's you, right in front of the referee. Have... Yeah. yeah. He shouldn't have shot that what he said in the direction of the ref. If, if, if like, you know, if you're doing that, it shouldn't be anywhere near the ref, obviously. <laughs> exactly. And, he, look, and you probably shouldn't be doing it to Paddy Carrigan that's either. That's right. Let's I face thought it, that he's myself. like a massive leader of, of their team. Yeah. And uh, I appreciate, you know, we, we don't, we're not in the inner sanctum, so we don't know. And no, quite possibly they could, um, yeah. that's the kind Did of relationship they talk to each other like that? So, so be cool. it. You know, I, I we, we we say some pretty rotten things at the tennis center sometimes that shouldn't be said in a normal workplace. True, true. When, this you happens know, in you, sport sometimes, yeah. Yeah. and you I can yeah. appreciate it. But yeah, I you'd like it in a the real professional. Everyone's also. swearing out there. I know I'm supposed field, to be a professional right? too. <laughs> right, everyone's but out there swearing there. Of course they are. You know, yeah, it's a, it's like a job site out there, but. You understand when it gets picked up on the hot mic, how jarring it sounds. And I think that's what he's been punished for, that it was in the direction mm-hmm. of a referee. And because of the words that NRL's just gone, you know what, this has got to be punished. Sadly, he's um, copped it there. And I think the punishment doesn't fit the crime. He's going to miss two yeah. rounds of football and a game three origin, which is not fair. I don't reckon because could have very easily just been a mix-up. He may have been saying that to Pat Carrigan. Nobody definitively knows. It's all just conjecture from here on out. But I think he shouldn't be missing origin for that. That makes me sad. Also, I hate him man of the series. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Yeah, a lot of people were saying maybe he just gets the week. It's perfect. Then he comes back for origin, yep. you know. Yep. And comparing it to the last case, which was Brandon Smith that called the ref a cheat and... And he got three weeks. So they didn't think it would be a full three at the same time as well. So maybe it's just, I think uh, maybe that's all just considered different to just swearing at someone. Honestly, I guess they don't want to get down to the nitty gritty of the words. It was more dissent and contrary conduct. So it's like, that's all, that's all the same thing. It's three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. That's fair. Whatever. So yeah. uh, Racy takes uh, a seat down for three weeks and yep. Tristan Saylor steps up to the plate for the Broncos. Yeah. And he had a solid and game the other night. Yeah. He yeah. had a solid game. He had a great pass, obviously for that uh, first try for Cobo, but yeah, try, try assist. That's right. You just lose a lot when you don't have a guy like Reese Walsh, you know? Yeah. Well, like the media kind of bashed us during the week, did they not? And then they had a little go during the game too, because we just weren't looking like scoring any points there for a bit. So they were like, oh, they're missing Reese Walsh and their attacks yeah, it did feel like completely that. buggered. But and again, then, yeah, of course, dur- during the week, it was all like, oh, it's shades of last year with the Broncos. They, You know, at the oh, end of the mate. season, they dropped out. It's like, come on. Can you, like, why... Why do we look for the negative in every single team when we're reporting on them? Because the the negative sells, hey. Like that, I've thought about that so often, but they just love to to buy into that negativity that's online, you know, and it feeds that that energy. They talk about how mm. they hate it. Well, I disagree. I think they thrive on it um, because, unfortunately, they're the ones that sell the most. You know, one week or sorry, one year doesn't define you or. or create a style. I think that they have already shown that they are better than last year. 
They've already shown yep. that they are stronger in Napier without all their origin players. They won uh, against a good New Zealand side. I yeah, think everyone will extent. admit to that. So yeah, I think they've side, already yeah. shown that they're a different side. Again, there last night when things weren't going their way and we're without Ricky, uh, Ricky, sorry, Flegler, Reese Walsh. There are three yep. top talent there that Cape goes well. straight into that starting side. Uh, Kirk Capewell, almost said it again. Um, yeah, that Kirk is... Well. A lot of talent to have. The Capewell brothers. I've got of both of us. You're of going to have some continuity issues. And I think yeah, regardless of that, they still put together yeah. a good performance because the Dolphins had a good game, right? It was an exciting game of football. Dolphins right? are a hard team to beat. And like they had Kafusi go out early. Uh, Jeremy Marshall King was injured during the game and they just fought hard. Like the hammer you know, was on fire. They've had, of course, they've been fighting hard too because they just keep on losing games at the moment. Yep. Yeah, I thought that the hammer always provided a threat for them out wide. So yeah, I, I think that we um we did a great job on him. Um, and really, I think they've got Milf to come back into that side too. And I don't know where they're going to put everybody. Oh, they didn't Milf, know where to Milf put probably hammer. Doesn't get a go, mate. Honestly, Cody. Milf probably doesn't get a go. And and for fairies, <laughs> yeah, probably not. But. Mm. Well, their other halfbacks are, are fit and ready to go. So they've got that new combination there now with O'Sullivan and Katoa. So I'm sure they'll stick through that. And, yep, and speaking team of to be, um, yeah. Dolphins players, uh, mm. one that will be there next year is Herbie. And he was very Mr. good Herbie, for us. Yeah. Super Two strong. Two tries really close to each other. It was yep. just like the same try. <laughs> yep. Back <laughs> to good. his just go back, barnstorming Go back to best. the well. Back to his barnstorming he was, best from, he from the start of the year. fantastic game. Yeah, he was very strong. Game. Yep. Yeah. Set the platform really well for us in the first half. Obviously, we, we dropped off, but thank God for Cobbo. Hands off my Cobbo. <laughs> Get out of it. That, hey, we were saying actually back to Cobbo, like he yeah. was, we were like, oh, I'm a bit, I was a bit, I've been worried about him of late, you know? Yeah, I've, absolutely. I've seen yeah. him looking a bit low and he, he obviously got rested out of origin and, yep. and, just about what happened last year too, and not not with the Broncos losing all those games, with him not um, being able to play games and needing a rest. And, yeah, I just didn't want to see that again happen for him. And great to see him get a hat trick in this game. It just turned my frown upside down about him. And fair enough. You know? oh, He's such I, a talent, oh, but he was mate, he's he's becoming one of, those, one of those players, a bit like your Joseph Swali'i, that's like, oh, yeah, he's an incredible player, but, you know, he can be a liability at some times because he's still so young and new. Yep. You wear, you wear the um, costs of those, unfortunately, but it's worth it when you've got a player like Selwyn, you know, yeah, he, no, he Cobo, showed there last night that he, he could it. be absolutely. absolutely anything. That's his, that's right. That's right. You have to, um, you've got to take the 150 points with, with the 20 points as well. Yep. <laughs> You're talking super coach. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. What else? What else for the Bronx? Does that just about wrap it up? Yeah, I think so. I think they, as I said, will benefit from the week off next week. And then they go into mm. a softer draw with the Bulldogs, but then it ramps up. So they've got some really good games that are just around the corner. I'm eager to test myself up against, sorry. I'm eager test to see how they Greg's test. Hit the field. <laughs> it's against- out there. Those teams, uh, and yeah, I'm I'm happy to get out there, boys. You need me, call me up. Yeah, call up, Greg. 
Actually, and if you need me to come down and ref a game, maybe don't get me to ref a Broncos game because that just wouldn't be fair. <laughs> I would give them, <laughs> mate, they'd be marched up the field so much. Uh, but that the refing the other night was pretty pretty fucking ordinary, i got to say. And, you know, we're not a very popular podcast, so I can say that and totally get away with anything. <laughs> and all you got to yeah, do is absolutely. label things these days. You do, you do. Rubbish and what was his name? Chris Butler? I think he is an FC, isn't he? <laughs> I think he quite possibly is. <laughs> so Reese was only saying the truth, speaking the truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we jest, of course, but um, yeah, Reese, uh, looking forward to you coming back. Broncos, hold down the fort till he gets back. Round eighteen. It was a round of. Floggings and shmlobloggings, <laughs> kadumpings, absolute thrumpings, absolute bummings. <laughs> Actually, uh, before we get into the the rest of the round, and I don't know if there's been too many other howlers, um, ref howlers during during the week, but the one with the Bronx that I was talking about, you know, they, the the refing was a bit bad in that game. It was when like the uh, Dolphins went out three times. <laughs> Mate, honestly, they were was, like, "No, I'm not out, not out. That's not out." There was an, there was one where his entire body was out when he touched the ball. It is atrocious. Mm. There is literally no point in the touch judge. We should just have the ball boys tell us where the ball goes out because they're a complete waste of time. They do not bother making any decisions and can barely yeah. see what's in front of their face. <laughs> they were the Bronx were pretty annoyed about that, especially Adam it was Reynolds. disgusting. Like and it was a massive. I think we had a couple changer. of things. It was it was huge. We had a couple of things go our way during the match we did. too. That there were was some questionable. there was some questionable calls throughout. Mm. You know the day for feeder. No try. Yeah, well, that's a good one. If we through the round, let's break away from Broncos now and yeah, get into the round chat. And that was yeah, that was one I I saw too, and I was like, man, I don't want Titans to win either, but that's that's a try, surely. If David Fafita goes down, the likelihood is Jamal Fogarty gets ten in the bin for ducking back and taking David Fafita out. But instead, we're saying that he pushes Jamal Fogarty out of the way. Jamal Fogarty didn't even go for the ball. He went to shield the ball for the players coming in from behind. Yeah, it was if comp- someone shielding, so you, sh- you should be able to push past. Maybe you push and he past, did them, push and maybe past them. It's exactly yeah, I, what he did. I'm fine with it. I'm oh, totally it was fine completely it. fine. That's why. Yeah, it was another howler. <laughs> um, yeah, and unfortunately, and that was a close game too. That one, obviously, like yeah, exactly, the closest yeah. game of the round. Yep, thus far, well, yep. pretty much will be. Yep. yep. So yeah, big, big decision-making is sometimes wrong decision-making. Yeah. Thrashings. Let's, uh, let's, let's talk about them. Well, maybe before we talk about thrashings, there was a game that wasn't too much of a thrashing storm Panthers and like, yeah, storm came out and really laid a platform. Harry Grant with that awesome charge down. Jerome Luai was being a bit of a dick, and I was like, yeah, he's getting what's coming to him. And then the Panthers just firmed and won. Mate, like, <laughs> it, it actually kind of was a flogging, you know. If you say that Storm are out to a 14-0 lead and flying, yeah, sure. they yes, get gifted yeah. a try from Nelson Asafa Solomona. That was absolutely a no try. He dropped the ball over the line every day. So they've got oh, a yeah, weighted sure. lead. 
And yeah, then the Panthers come out. Try. I was like, how's that? 34 to 2. <laughs> another like, howler, I guess. <laughs> exactly. Another howler. Um, that 34 to 2. Like that is a mm. staggering statistic mm. at home. Uh, the Panthers just keep yeah. on keeping yeah. on. They're it's good, disgusting. Aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's disgusting how good they are, even yeah. without Nathan Cleary. Honestly, yeah, the only thing you can hope for this year is that they burn out that they've just played that much football that they get tired at the end of the year because they are red hot and <laughs> they'll get Nathan Cleary back for their final I campaign. Think, it's crazy. Yeah, for sure. For sure. They will. I guess, yeah, you could, maybe they choke, but they're not going to choke. They've been, they've been there. <laughs> they've been there plenty. They've right. already choked. They did that three years ago and they've yeah, won since. Exactly. Yeah, so aside from yep. that, well, so um, about... the, the two early games, you know, Sharks just harm mm. all the Dragons as they should. Yep. They are way better. And the Sharks, when they're humming, geez, that was a great brand of football to watch, you know. All their backs chimed in and scored. They look really good. When you think yep. that the Sharks are coming up against a bottom eight side, you think they'll flog, just get in there on the anytime try scorers <laughs> with their back line. Mulatalo, uh, Will Kennedy, mm. um mm-hmm. Uh, don't go near Sione Katoa. He's the only one that doesn't score sometimes, and it just drives They don't him. give him the ball. He almost did, or he did. Jesse they, Remy. There's a lot of, lot of points. Nicky, lot Nico of points. Hines got over there the other night. So, yeah, there's there's money to be made there. Um, and, look, you got to love what Nico Hines did. Talakai. He, he had to do – yeah, Talakai. He had to do a great job on a really poor dragon side, and, you know, you can only beat who's in front of you, and he made sure the Sharks did that and did that well. He's put himself in the shop window, and I think they may go in that direction. Talking about the blues. Yep. Get that, get that, get that name out of your mouth. Ah, don't uh, worry. Yeah, yeah, let's see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh I feel like they'll fuck it and still not pick him. Yeah, well, <laughs> the other um the other bloke who who put himself right in that window too is Cody Walker for Rabbits. Probably his best game with mm. Latrell Mitchell out. And beat yeah, a, Warriors, a Warriors at side at yeah. home in who are red hot conditions. Like it was disgusting. Yeah, it was really, really horrible out there. But it really I, turns the game on its head, doesn't it? And maybe at the moment you think even at Warriors at home they they should have played a bit better. But maybe their ideal track is a dry track at the moment with no the way doubt. they're playing their football. And I the just think it's no good for them. I think South have really just. Um, hit that go button now, you know, they'll, they'll start mm. building towards the back of the season. They get Latrell back in a couple of weeks and they will be flying come finals time. They're another yeah, scary, they'll be scary Very scary. So um, Bulldogs got um, zero, zero points. Zero. Knights put 66 on them. That was a big one. Yuck. Caelan Pong. I almost fell off my seat. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I'd already Bulldogs were fallen just off atrocious. my seat. They are, <laughs> yeah. you know, they are. They're they've shocking. really shown that they have not really grown at all. <laughs> they've shocking. got a lot of extra talent in there, and they are doing nothing with it. I know they've had a lot of injuries, mm. uh, but there there does seem to be a lack of effort around that defensive side of it. You know, you've got to like the contact. Speaking of not liking the contact, can we just jump straight through to the spotlight game? <laughs> I reckon, yeah, because I like, you know, talking about the Bulldogs Knights game, like, doesn't, you know, really hold a flame up to um, 
what the cows <laughs> to did. the spotlight game. Absolutely. And the Cowboys again get the spotlight game. Jesus, you'd think we're Cowboys supporters. Good thing we have a segment <laughs> called Broncos Chat that's generally at the start of the, start of the episode. 74 nil. Mate. I mean, 64 nil is great too. Good on your nights, but the Cowboys did it first this round. <laughs> and they got, scored more points. There's got to be some <laughs> believers out there now. They are sitting in Absolutely. ninth spot. They've just mm. produced the biggest turnaround. Five weeks is a lifetime. And to say that saying. there was only five <laughs> rounds between their worst and their best, you know, from both, it is completely Katoni staggering. I think that Scott Drinkwater, staggering. Scott Drinkwater <laughs> would have to uh, be a, a shot at a, a um, BL. UE jumper because can see so much benefit to having a guy that produces so much. He He can come off the bench uh, with seven minutes to go and always in and around the ball can create something (laughs) out of nothing. He's got blistering speed, great ball handling and it's solid at the back. He's going on a tear at the moment, isn't he? He's having that little couple of weeks where he just goes on an absolute tear. Yep. Firming. And the rest Cowboys of their the rest of their side obviously is just so mm. talented. You know, there's so many names in there now. Uh, Tommy Dearden was brilliant. You'd have to say that uh, Val Holmes produced another great game. Sammy Valemi yeah. out there on the edge, he scored two tries. Uh, Mari Talongi, he scores two tries. You scored two tries. Yeah, you scored two tries. Obviously, a lot of points scored, <laughs> but the way they it produced was. the points was the most exciting thing. You know, we were at the um, at next place watching this game with a huge uh, Cowboys yep. supporter nice. in Brycey, and I, he was so excited purely based <laughs> on the play. You know, the score was great, but the producing the the points, the way they did they it. They were running at speed and oh, just flicking passes wherever wherever they might go, knowing amazing. that they had their mate, their teammate there to support. And a lot of them were like somewhat offloads. You know, they were getting tackled to the ground and the ball just whoop, gets popped up, you know, and it just kept, kept on happening. And yeah, once they once they went over, it was like, they were addicted. They just couldn't stop. <laughs> and they kept doing, did you see, they kept doing that try celebration where they, they do a yeah, little. Yeah, they yeah. cross their arms over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, well, Over their groin. Because that's because Stafford Tawa did that to yes, them I, in I, that I, I, flogging. So yes. oh, there you go. They Apparently gave it was, back to them straight that away. That was up in the sheds. That was up in the sheds. And they, every time that they were, they were doing the recovery, oh, was had that photo up in the sheds. Oh, their biggest it's incredible you know like it is motivation really you're having that such a a loss to turn your season around the way they have and now to come up with that it's great for the cowboys but it makes tigers look like absolute pus like how do they go from doing so well to doing so poorly in such a short time as well it's crazy to think that they've got this five-year plan of of the coaching ranks and they need a five-week plan. A, absolutely, it's such a long time <laughs> in in rugby league. Uh, five weeks is a lifetime. You know, five years. That's it's a, like an eternity, eternity. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Several so to lifetimes. Think that the Benji's still going to be in charge <laughs> after that time. Yeah, yeah, I I would question that, but I hope he is because I love Benji. I think he is being shielded at the moment by Tim Sheens, which is great. He's going to need it. 
because there is still yeah. so much work to be done in Tiger Town before they're even competitive again. That has taken them back Tiger Town so far. Yes, it really has. Uh, where from here? I don't know. Didn't we? Didn't they say it was gonna like a whole? <laughs> it's like ah, oh, this year's right off anyway. <laughs> Well, the Dragons is a write-off too because they're pretty much exactly where they are. Same with Bulldogs. These three teams, they uh, do not want to win the Wooden Spoon. It all, it's just a race to whoever doesn't win it at the moment, isn't it, for those three? Shocking. Shocking. Well done. Well done, Cowboys. Uh, you get the spotlight mention again and a huge victory almost in the top eight. Points, points differential is in the positives now. So uh, things are looking up. Okay, Couchies, now as you listen to us, it is a day later. The internet gods did not want us to finish recording. Uh, They intervened and said, no, you must stop. And it's probably been for the best because we've been now blessed with the Origin teams, have we not, Greg? We have. We have. And thankfully, we get to uh, rip into them. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So I guess, you know, uh, we were we were talking about the round and the look ahead, but what else do you look more forward to than Origin? And then finding out what the teams might be is uh, the first step of that, of course. Should we start with us or them? Uh, let's start with us because we're more important. <laughs> this is true. We've already won. So what are the winners putting out there? Pretty similar team. We're just really filling in those injuries, aren't we? Yeah, I like it. Like they, they're 18th man and they're 19th man. Just go straight into the side. That mm-hmm. Billy's Part had a real system, clear right? message from the very start when he took over is that everyone in his squad and everyone that gets picked, he believes in. And he yep. is... He knows that that person is going to step up and do the job. He did it with Tommy Dearden. He's now doing it with Alexander Brimson and Corey Horsburgh. Mm. I know they're yep. going to be ready for Origin and they're going to brain it. It's going to be excellent. He's even saying that he'd be more than happy for Jermaine Hopgood to step in and do a job if he had to next uh, when they play as well. So, you know, everyone in that team is being considered. It's like the exact opposite <laughs> over, in, the over in the Blues camp. Oh, It's mate. like, no, don't look to your 18th and 19th men. Oh, actually, that's not entirely true, but it's been a complete shakeup. Let's just uh, let's just say that up top. Well, it has because their 18th men, they've sort of booted to the curb mm. in Matt Burton, and it could have been because he he's come off the back of that absolute rubbing from Caelan Ponga in the night, yeah. but... He was hardly the sole reason they did that. And the rest of it was a bit perplexing as well. You know, Regan Campbell-Gillard in, yeah, great. But Junior Parlor Mm. out, like, mate, put them both into that (laughs) side. What are you doing? You know, Cam Murray makes the the starting side, which makes sense. But then poor Jose Yo is the one to make way. Um, Mm. That's a bit of a baffling one. I Very love strange. that they've they've kicked two halves in the guts in Jerome. Bang, you're out, mate. And then Nico, yeah. you're in. No, bang, you're you're out actually as well. That's just horrible. I know team. so many changes, and they couldn't still couldn't find a spot for Nico Hines. Baffling. They've Baffling. they have uh, a second hooker and Clint Gutherson on the bench. 
So yeah, I like the Clint Gutherson selection. I think it's yeah, a bit of a, great. Like, yeah, it I covers think he a lot be, of positions. Our team too. All that yeah. sort of back line, but and then you're just relying on Reese Robson to play like a lock forward and a hooker. So I I, yeah. I think that they'd be happy enough anyway to have Damien Cook play the 80 minutes if he needs mm. to, and they'll use Reese Robson as that you know really lighter forward. I do. They, I they're going like to struggle without um, Payne Haas though mm. if he's not there. Well, he's, he's not in the team and he's not been named. Apparently come up with a little bit of injury between uh, yesterday and today. i got to say, you know, so much has happened in just one day. And we were saying, you know, the, the episode title, Five Weeks is a Lifetime. <laughs> yeah. Even just one day is a lifetime in rugby league. Yeah. We're just, we've got so much more knowledge, Greg. We know oh, so many her. more things than yesterday's couch commentators. <laughs> Uh, the rest of their team, though, a um, couple of heartbreakers for me. Kalonga Matangi is in my super coach side. Oh, <laughs> yes. That's I, so good. And Cody Walker as well, actually. I saw that coming with a, a couple of those New yeah. South Wales players, so I didn't have them in my side. And, you know, it, it did yeah. hurt you there for a bit, not having a Cody Walker. But, yeah, it's paid off now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll have to make some changes, that's for sure. Because uh anyway, whatever. That's super coach chat, which will be coming up, of course. But a bit more on origin. I mean, there's so much to look at on of their team. Uh we've got Bradman Bess has made it into the side, apparently. Uh Campbell Graham injured. Probably would have been him. Yeah, and I guess they've gone with just a bit of size, power, and youth. I get it. He's just had a a barnstorming performance, but I would have thought if they're going to do anything, you probably just slot Gutho in there. If your idea is that you just wanted to get Gutho into that side, there's an open spot there. You know, he's done a job in the centres before. I don't understand why they just slot him in there. Oh, yeah, I'd hate having him in the team, like on the starting side. They should maybe they'll do a little... Swapper. That doesn't make any sense. So you just wouldn't have Bradman Best in the team. Would yeah, you? exactly. Because uh, then Bradman Best is a waste of a spot. Mm. Jake Trevojevic, good addition to the team. Makes sense. Bit of heart there. I'm a bit shocked yeah. that they they went with Addo Carr. I thought he dead set marked his papers because that was mm. an ordinary performance there last time round. And then to finish it off in that fashion too, as I thought was pretty poor. But anyway, maybe that's what they're about. You could. You could say maybe it is, mate. Just give him another go. Yeah. You were shit. Have another go. Have another have another blues jersey. Tedesco didn't really perform well. And you know, most people saying, you know, give someone else a go at the back, especially for this game. But once you do that, he doesn't play number one again, right? Like once Absolutely. he stops getting they're one. moving on. They're moving on forever. You've moved on. Yeah. So I guess they have to kind of stick with him as long as he's able. Fit and able because a lot of the, I guess, the Blues identity lives with him. He's the captain. You've got to choose somebody else then to be the captain and, and represent the team. And that's going to take a, a while for them to learn that craft too. So, well, it's probably they're Nathan bugging, Cleary they're bugging, aren't they? <laughs> they <laughs> Is it though? He's not even the captain of his team. No, he's not, but he, he could be the heir in waiting for that team. They're, there is an easy transition onto someone like a, tra- a trail as well, because he is already a leader of that group when he's there, but I guess he just hasn't been there consistently enough to really see. 
I can see us dominating them for a while. So that would just be sick mm. to watch. They get the right team together. Huge threat. And everybody's fit. That's um that's very dangerous team to think about that team. Absolutely. They're not, they're not, better. not very good. At, yeah, not very good at staying fit at the moment and not very good at picking their teams. Well, so we win. We win all that game too, right? We'll we'll win. We'll win. I'll, I'll look <laughs> the ahead. The pressure's off, right? We'll pressure win. is off. Oh, mate, it's brilliant. Yeah, and I'll, let's just hope. And I look, you know, the the way Billy Slater prepares sides, it, it won't be a factor. Uh, I don't see complacency creeping in for the Queensland side because they're just that good. I can see them going up there and doing a job. I say Queensland by sixteen. Mm, juicy, juicy, juicy. Looking forward to it. And now we'll do a look ahead for round 19. Won't yeah. we, Craig? Yeah, good idea. <laughs> you got to say. Can coming through? Yeah, you <laughs> coming through. you got to say, like, Nico Hines is desperately unlucky, hey. Cody Walker yeah. come from the clouds, the guy that wasn't even in consideration for the beginning of it all, when he was arguably in better form then than he is now. Mm. And yeah, Nico Hines kind of turned the corner with his form coming good, which anyway. um, it's a joke. It's a joke, isn't it? Which brings yeah. us to the first game of the round, which oh, yeah, is brilliant. West Tigers coming off their thrashing. Uh, they'll be desperate up against the Sharks, though, led by Nico Hines, who won't be playing Origin and <laughs> ready to carve. Oh, I see this is another <laughs> carve up. I can mm. you, you can see that the Tigers are going to hold strong for the first sort of fifty minutes. And then the Sharks will just be too good for 50. them. You're giving oh, them a lot of credit. I'll them. give them a lot of credit because coming back from that kind of flogging, you have to put in a good 50-minute effort at least. You should be looking mm-hmm. to turn it around with an 80-minute effort. And hopefully that's what they produce, but I can't see it happening. Sharks by a 1,000. <laughs> so more records set. Potentially. <laughs> well, if it's by a 1,000, then yeah. <laughs> Dragons Raiders next game. Dragons Raiders. Who knows? Like these two are Jekyll and Hyde style clubs. I'll have to go with the Raiders based off recent form. Uh, Dragons still just don't look like they've got it. So Raiders. Billy, uh, Mr. Billy Slater, legendary coach, Queensland coach, was really given a rap to Corey Hosborough, obviously, welcoming into the Queensland team. Yeah, and he was bro. saying that Ricky, Ricky and the Raiders coaching staff have done a great job with his development and really just wrapped um, the Raiders at the moment at the same time. Just, you know, the, the team's right where it needs to be. Uh, they're playing very unconventional football. This is also Billy's Billy's quote on a, on a different praise. show. He's just popping up to speak in this guy. And yeah, just saying I wouldn't want to be facing them, uh, you know, in these over these next couple of rounds. Because yeah, they've been looking enough. to just notch up another win. And against the Dragons who have been suffering, yeah, no doubt. They've got to be pretty desperate themselves again, though, right? Yeah, I suppose so. Just doesn't look like they care anymore. I think they're done. They sure are. Ben Hunt's doing commercials up here. 
I'm not up here. I'm not up there. I'm I'm not he's up there with just, you. He's just come <laughs> to camp. That, no, that's another media beat up. Honestly, mate, it's time to come to Origin Camp. Oh, big shock! You came back to Queensland to go to camp, guys. He's for, he plays for Queensland. Yeah, he does. We mentioned Zach Lomax earlier. Is he going to play for Dragons this week, or has he been given the shaft? <laughs> I think that he'll probably have a shop around, but I just don't think his salary dictates anyone going for him. He is a very expensive centre. They'll have to pay a bit of money to have him play elsewhere, and I just don't think the Dragons are willing to pay that much. Mm. His plays come out and have his a blinder debut season, and all of a sudden their price inflates to Throw it? money at him. Throw money at him. Oh, Whoops. he's not that great. Whoops. <laughs> Eels Warriors. Saturday. Oh, good one. That's a good Saturday game. Mm. I'm going to mm. have to say the Warriors. Uh, Eels yep. will hurt not having their talisman in Gutho and no Mitchell Moses. <laughs> Dylan so Brown's true. got seven weeks and probably Yow. deserves every bit of it. Uh, Sounds like the, it. The sexual grabbing, Jake, was boob grabbing. Mate, mm. get your hands off her tits. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Fuck. Holy that's, shit. Um, that's not on. No way. Holy moly. So when I heard that, I was just like, because I, oh, mate, I didn't, anyway, we won't rehash over it, but it's a joke. Um, Yeah. I think or talk about uh, off field indiscretions, off field rubbish, Greg. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Get that segment back, I reckon. Yeah. Hopefully not. Rabbitohs, Bulldogs. Another Saturday game. Yeah. No Cody Walker and, you know, still mm. no Trell, no Cam Murray, which is going to be hard. But you'd no still Kalonga have to Matangi, say no Kalonga Matangi either. But you'd have to say South Damian still Cook. should be too classy. And Damien Cook, wow, that's a lot of disruption. Can this dogs get over the line? Nah. They if oh. they, you know what? We kind of want them to because they play Broncos. The okay, you know them. what then? Bang, I'm going the dogs. Come on, dogs. Mm. Don't let me down. <laughs> get a win and then you can just lose for the rest of the season, including yep. against us. Maybe yep. we play them more than once. Who knows? Yep. I don't think so. Uh, Titans Dolphins is the rest of the round. That's it. Only five games. Titans Dolphins a derby. I'll mm, go with. Derby. I'll go with the Dolphs. I'll hope that they continue to to keep that form turned around. And um, let's go Dolphs. Fuck you, Titans. <laughs> <laughs> the mighty Brisbane Broncos, as well as the Cowboys, Knights, Panthers, Roosters, Sea Eagles, and the Melbourne Storm. We'll have buys next week. So they will get two points and then go up the ladder. And you go up two points. Oh, yeah. So that will be a little bit of ladder disruption towards the end of that round. And then we go into Origin, which we've already spoken about. So what a week it's going to be. Or what a week and a half it's going to be coming up. Coming at you. Yeah. We'll report on all of it. Coming at (laughs) you. Well, it was, uh, I guess, again, back reflecting on the round that was heaps of floggings, which meant some crazy Supercoach scores. So let's get into Supercoach. Supercoach, Caitlin Punga. Wow. Punga. So many yep. big scores. I ban you from going through the hundreds. You can only give yeah, me no, like, thank you. notables. 
Yeah, I'll make it all worthwhile. Don't worry. Don't worry, listeners also. Me just reading out a list. <laughs> they love they love lists. People love lists. <laughs> I don't think they'll love it as much as you think. Galen Ponger, 180. Do you have him? Yes. Yeah, I do. I popped him up into my 5-8th position mm. because I like having yep. an extra fullback. So why not? Bloody bring him on. Yeah, why not? Yeah, Kalen, uh, good stuff. 180, that's great. I obviously didn't captain him. A lot of captains went on Nico Hines, who was in position number four with the highest score. 156, another huge one. Another massive one. There were some big scores this week. That's Holy a good... moly. Well, Ponga only beat out Tom Dearden by one point. So Tom Dearden, 179. Scotty Drinkwater, 173. Did Real anyone quick, crack can... 2,000 in a team total? Do you check? Oh, well, let's. I'll, I'll bring you back to that in just a second. Brilliant. Can, so, yeah, yeah we'll can, revisit can, that. Don't worry. Can righto. Do your research, buddy. <laughs> Tommy Dearden, Scotty Drinkwater, <laughs> Cowboys. Also in the hundreds, um, Murray Tulagi, 140. Holmes, 117. Is it Valemi? 117. Valemi or Valame. Valame. Nenai. Well, Nenai. He's changed his, he's changed the pronunciation. Nenai. Yeah, he's, 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 he's Nenai. Yeah. 106. So all those guys from Cowboys in the hundreds. Ah, Cobo, he got 116. Good on him. So did Herbie. Got 109. Brabham Best got up there. Maybe that's why he's in the New South Wales team. Oh, you did well on Supercoach. Why didn't you fucking pick Heinz? He got he got did better. <laughs> they put drink water in the, oh, in the team in the eighteenth man. It does seem like they could dead set just be picking up super coach scores. They do not know what they're doing there. <laughs> anyway, that'll do, mate. Yeah, so that they're, they're big scores, big scores. Did you have a couple of huge scores in your team? Yeah, I had some good ones. I, yeah, I had um, I had Heinz, I had Ponga. So my halves were just unbelievable scores. Uh, sadly, uh, some of my trades let me down, you know, bringing in with Tennis Lesniak a week too late because I didn't bring him in last week and rude that, that sucked. Uh, and mm. I really um, just lament the fact that I've I've sucked up in the middle part of the year and it really has it's just driven me backwards. I'm no chance now in finals. I'm, I'm maybe make the eight. <laughs> Oh, mate. Uh, what about your overall score for this week? What was that? Uh, 1,433. 14. So not too bad. Ah, like, you beat uh, me out by 11. I've got 1,422. No. High score of the round. So you thought it, it's not 2,000. What do you think? What do you think? Oh, 1,800 at least. Yes, very good. 1855. Wow, 1855. Uh, That's amazing. They had all the big boppers. They didn't have uh, Nicarima in their side, which we know uh, our friend Drew had Nicarima in there and got a he got a big score. It was like 1640 something. It was it was it was huge. So well done. That's off. One of the money leagues, and I mean the um dude's got seventeen hundred and eighty-seven, so that was a big score. Oh yeah, nice. Well done. You have these massive scores and you're like, do did I win? No. There's no. someone with a highest score. How is yeah, that? Bastards, bastards. How are you looking for the round nineteen? We've got the bye coming. Yeah, up. really good. I've got Top fifteen 13. players. I just looked down, I've got mm-hmm. fifteen players. Uh, I'd be happy to roll with probably twelve of them. Might make yep. one trade and and upgrade a, a decent player for the back end of the year, but I don't need to. So 
yeah, I've got a good side now and I've timed my run poorly. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I'm about the same. You know, a lot of those things I said at the start of the year that I should have done, I didn't do. <laughs> got to take your own advice and, I don't know, write these things down and then come back to them. If oh, only damn. I recorded a podcast uh, yeah. weekly <laughs> we and could I could only... just reflect on that. Yeah, only could diary it. Oh, God. So it's we're all our own worst enemies with this stuff. But, yeah, uh, you know, Couchies, I hope you have a good round 19 for Supercoach. Remember, just your best 13, so don't break the bank and uh, flip your team upside down. It's actually so much easier this way. I like it. It's good. It's good. It's clever. Distractions. Distractions. Commitments. scooby doopy 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 doo Greg. What has been distracting you away from doing this podcast 24-7? One word. Or watching football 24-7? One word. Cricket. Ashes. Uh, right. You can select several one-word answers, but I guess it's best defined <laughs> by ashes. That <laughs> is the top result. I spent says. pretty much the um, entire last six days tired. <laughs> I had a few one o'clock finishes. <laughs> yep. The latest I stayed up to on Saturday night was 3 a.m. I woke up uh, on the couch and I'd realized that I'd missed two mm. wickets and I it was I thought I'd only blinked. So I realized that that was time <laughs> to go to bed. And thankfully, it finished up at a great time last night. We were uh, fin- all finished and had them all out by quarter past one. A little bit of controversy there with uh, Besto getting run out and him thinking the ball was dead. Well, mate, the ball wasn't dead, and letter of the law says you're out. Tell your story, walking champ. I'm tired of these English <laughs> wankers taking the high road, thinking yeah. that they are so mightier than thou. You know, I will never, ever take spirit of the game lessons from Stuart the broad, the fraud broad. Thank you very much. He not a cover off the board, a uh, ball one day and, and just stayed there. And that's the letter of the law. You know, you, the umpire needs to give you out. So he was within his rights to stand there, but I'm hardly going to take some stones from his glass house. <laughs> Bugger him, mate. What was going on Wankers, with the, uh, with the Lords members too, giving it to the Aussies. Absolutely. The yeah. Atrocious. And honestly, like if you're going to be able to keep something like that, where the tradition of having those players so close to spectators, you have to be on your best behavior. Uh, garbage that those pompous, pompous English pricks let that happen. I don't think mm-hmm. they'll probably have a membership there for too much longer. But look, I'm just stoked we won. They can suck a dick. It's 2-0. And now we yes. are just one win away from acclaiming the Ashes there for the first time since 2001. 20 years and we yeah, have not amazing. won the Ashes mm. in England. I'm desperate to. I will watch it until I cannot watch it anymore. <laughs> until your eyes bleed. That's yep. what I thought you were going to say. Because yep. it usually is. And I'm sure they have been a bit bloody. They haven't been good, but it's been worth it. Go Australia. All right. Well, it's just recos for me. Just been laying low at home. So here comes some recos. 
Uh, we watched the American Gladiators documentary on Netflix. It's called Muscle Mayhem. It's kind of like a tell-all behind the scenes from the actual gladiators themselves and kind of telling you on how it all went down and how it all came to be. Oh, yeah. What does this mean for Australian audiences? Well, I guess, you know, it then became gl- gladiators just in Australia. Yeah, Gladiators. Yeah, yeah. Gladiators. And Vulcan and Condor. I remember those guns. Yeah. <laughs> Those FNCs, I should say. Sorry. <laughs> and um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just like to see those kind of exposés, and that's kind of what it was like. So uh, yeah, check it out. A little bit of fun, a little bit of a docu series. Uh, another one that's come up on Disney Plus, Greg. Disney Plus. Yeah, I love Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. You like a bit of Marvel stuff sometimes. Most of the no, time. I do. I love Marvel. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah, I like it too. Secret Invasion, the new show. It's great. Oh, okay. I'm writing it down. Yeah. Uh, just two episodes. If um, when by Wednesday, there'll be three. It's really good. It's very much espionage, crime, thriller style, if you will. So less superhero, but Nick Fury is the main character. So Samuel Jackson Sick. is just like killing it in yeah, a lead role Samuel in a TV Jackson. series, which I can't think of when he's ever done that. So. No. Really cool to see him just own the screen, uh, on the on the on the, the small screen, I should say. Yeah, nice. He's, yeah, he's doing a bang up job. It's fantastic, really good. Some um some spoilers and some heartbreaking moments, mate. So um yeah, watch out for that one. Okay, check it out. I'm, go- I'm gonna cry. Great. You are gonna cry. Uh, it's not like a, cry- a cryathon. It's just you know. Yeah, it's just moments that I'll be really sad. You'll be like, oh what? Yeah. Oh no. Brutal. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. Uh, it's about like scrolls and scrolls are shapeshifters. So like anyone can be anybody. So is anybody dead? We'll oh, find out at the end go. of the series. Okay. Where we... right. Oh, I'm yeah. interested. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. I should have actually told you that at the start. Sorry. When I was a kid, I was obsessed with a show called Beast Wars. Probably oh, mate. Is. Yeah, you were. I did like Beast Wars yeah. too, but you fucking loved Beast Wars. I loved Beast Wars. It was very popular. Uh, yeah. yeah uh, was, company. Yeah. Also, they made the reboot TV show as well. Oh yeah, reboot. Yeah, kind of animation, slightly dodgier. <laughs> it was great for the time, though. It really still holds up. Anyway, if you want to get a Beast Wars fix, there's literally a YouTube channel that just has every episode of 4K uploaded. <laughs> so, if you want that, oh, it's called AI Replay. There you go. You have it right now. And it's got some other cool cartoons from the past there too. So yeah, that's what I've been doing with my spare time. <laughs> Nice. Watching a bit of Beast Wars on the side. You can really just watch some key episodes and get the get the main plot. So uh you know, like like most kids' shows, um, or like sorry, like few kids' shows, it actually has a plot. So it's interesting. It's a sci-fi show, really. Just happens to be a cartoon that has Transformers in it too, which I also love those things. So it completes me. <laughs> <laughs> and that completes my distractions, geeking out hard. Thanks, Couchies, for listening to that. Well, it's the end of the couch commentator. Now it's time to say see you later. That's right. Now it's time to say see you later. You all come back now, you hear? Yeah. Well, thank you so much, everyone. 
for listening to this week's episode. And thank you especially to our couchies, our legendary listeners. We uh, really appreciate you guys tuning in every week. Indeed, that's that's how this works. So now that you've listened to this episode, if you're a new listener, well, you're a couch commentator too. So welcome to the club. Greg, it's been a pleasure. Thank you as always. Thank you very much. I look forward to catching up again. By that time, we will be balls deep in another test match. <laughs> I absolutely hate the Poms, so I cannot wait to crush them. I really hope we we do. The, the way they're going on is distasteful, and I really I can't stand them, so... Bring it yeah. on. Can't stand you. Can't no stand Broncos. you. <laughs> I think we probably just have to highlight again. No Broncos games. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's weird it's not having a, a game. So, yeah, look, another two points in the bank. So that's, that's what we've got to look at. That's the exciting mm. part. And we, we propel forward. Probably a good time to have a break. We've got a lot of injuries there. It, at least looking like Flegler and Riki will come back in time now. So that is uh, great news to hear. Mm. Luke, uh, uh, Kirk, Kirk Capewell, <laughs> Luke Capewell. Luke's the brothers, brother. the, the Capewell brothers. He is uh, also <laughs> due back around round 21, they're saying. So that is great yeah. to get troops back at the right time of the year. Origin done in the bank. We take that confidence. We propel through to the now new part of the season and we dominate, bring back some domination. Mm. Well, I was just going to say that, you know, I'm sure we'll still have an episode and even though Broncos aren't playing because <laughs> rugby league always dishes up uh, plenty of news in just one week. So, but yes, Greg, all those things you said too. <laughs> <laughs> I of course, I absolutely agree with everything you said, mate. Uh, well, I think I better go because I'm pretty sure on NRL 360, they're absolutely drilling Freddie for all these decisions he's made. Yeah, can't team. wait. Bring it on. <laughs> But they're neg- they're very negative on on there, especially Mr. James Hooper, which apparently who's apparently leading the charge. So I got to go check this out. So couchies, we got to go. Make sure uh, before or right after you finish listening to this, you check out our Instagram and smash a like and say good day to us. Why not ring the bell in Spotify and yeah, become someone who knows exactly when our podcasts come out? That'd be cool. Uh, Greg, anything else from you? Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs> Perfect way to finish it. See you, Gadgies.